Hi, hello, welcome to Spirit Led Women. I'm your host, Katie Coverline, and I hope after today's episode, you are so freaking inspired, girl, and on fire to go build your business and your life with the Holy Spirit as the foundation. Let's dive right in. You guys, I am coming to you on my screened in patio, and it's just me the sound of the birds. I hope you can hear them because it's so peaceful in my Bible. And today I want to talk about faith, what it means, how important it is. I cannot tell you how many Bible studies I've done where I read over and over again, where Jesus, he healed so many people. You guys, can I tell you something? There is not one person in the Bible that Jesus turned down from healing. And so many times in the Bible, he has said, your faith has healed you. Not your good works, not how great you look, not your good deeds, not what your morning routine looked like, not anything else. But he says over and over and over again, your faith has healed you. And I want you to ask yourself right now, What is that thing that you used to have so much hope in? That thing that used to bring you so much joy? And maybe that was, I don't know, your marriage. Maybe that was a time a couple years ago when life was easier and there wasn't so many bills and debt and stress. Or maybe that's a a business. Whatever that is, I want you to go back to that moment. Can we just go back to the moment where it was good and you had so much faith in in, in the lasting fulfillment that that thing was going to bring you? I want to talk about faith and I want to read you one of my, we're going straight into scripture, baby. So get ready for it. I'm going to read you one of the most impactful stories in the Bible. One of the most impactful things I've ever read. When I read it in my Bible study, I had tears all over my face because you guys, this isn't just a novel that you read in your pool to get your brain juices flowing. This is history. This is what life is ultimately about. Sometimes we get caught up in in the race and don't even get me started on comparison. We get caught up in all of these worldly, earthly things that quite frankly, they're not going to matter in 30 to 40 to 50 years from now. There are things stressing you out today that aren't going to matter. There are things that you're chasing that you're not going to take to heaven. So I really need you to just slow down take a deep breath with me, okay? Let's just take a deep breath in, take a deep breath out and realize we need to stop chasing things. We need to stop thinking that once we get this, we're going to be happier. Once we get this, we're going to be in more peace. Once it goes back to this way, then life's just going to get easier. It starts now and it starts by opening your Bible. And for me, that's coming out, listening to the birds and just connecting with Jesus, connecting with your creator. He formed you in your mother's womb. He knows you. He knows your anxiety. He knows your stress. He knows that grudge that you've been holding on to for way too long. He knows the issues in your marriage. He knows that that friendship that is no longer strong in your life is is, is hurting your heart every day. He knows these things. And he offers peace. And he offers comfort. And I really, really think that nothing in this life matters more than a a growing relationship with Jesus. Okay, so we're going to dive right into the word. We're in, many of you know this story, okay? It's in Mark chapter 5, and it's a woman, okay? 
a woman who's had a blood problem for 12 years. Now I know that's like, oh, she's had a blood problem. But you guys, back then, this woman with the issue she had, she couldn't be in crowds. She couldn't go do anything fun. She was considered so sick that probably no one wanted to marry her. I don't think she could bear children. She had a blood issue for 12 years. Okay, let's talk about that time frame. First off, how many of y'all have been through something and it's been like three days and you're like, all right, this is too much for me. 12 years, this woman had a blood problem, okay? We're gonna dive into some miracles. I think I'm gonna uh, title this just Miracle Worker for today, but we are gonna dive into Mark chapter five, verse 20. Four. Okay, so here we go. I'm just going to read with you. Pretend you're sitting on my porch with me and me and you are having one-on-one -on -one Bible study time with coffee, okay? So here we go. Mark chapter 5, verse 24. Oh, 25, sorry. And there was a woman who had a flow of blood for 12 years and who had endured much suffering under the hands of many physicians and had spent all that she had and had no better and had gotten no better, but instead grew worse. And she heard the reports concerning Jesus. And she came, okay, so first off, before, because the Bible goes so fast. This woman had a blood problem for 12 years, y'all. And can you imagine living in a time where you heard, first off, the Messiah, the anointed one, Jesus Christ. The, like, could you imagine hearing that he was coming to town? Are y'all kind of jealous of these people, though? Like, back in the day, they didn't have no Snapchat, no Instagram, no comparison. Like, if you wanted to compare yourself, you had to put on your strappy sandals and you had to walk 30 miles in a couple of days to compare yourself. They couldn't get on their phones and constantly get in comparison mode. This woman knew that Jesus was coming to town. This woman who suffered and spent all the money she had to only get worse, okay? It said she heard the reports concerning Jesus and she came up behind him in the throng and touched his garment. So just to give you what's going on, Jesus is walking through town, okay? He had his disciples, he had his followers, he kind of traveled in a pack and they were traveling in a big pack and this woman knew he was coming to town. So basically she snuck in the crowd. She didn't want Jesus to see her. She didn't want to go to his feet. She didn't want to go introduce herself. She was so embarrassed of who she was and her issues. She probably hid herself and she just thought, if I could just touch the garment of his clothes. Can we just talk about some faith for a second? This woman who I mean, you guys, back then, if you watch shows, especially The Chosen, when people had leprosy and things of these kind of issues, they weren't allowed to be out and about. Like, they needed to be kept, like, sol solituded. Is that the right word? This woman just wanted to touch the clothes of Jesus, and she thought she would get better. So, she had heard the reports concerning Jesus, and she came up behind him in the throng and touched his garment. For she kept saying, if I only touch his garments, I shall be restored to health. This is my favorite verse. I don't think you're ready for it. Whew. And immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source. And suddenly she felt in her body that she was healed. Oh, this is my favorite verse, actually. Sorry. And Jesus, ooh, get ready for this. And Jesus recognizing in himself that the power proceeding from him had gone forth, turned around immediately in the crowd and said, 
who touched my clothes. You guys, in that moment, Jesus, this makes me want to cry, he felt power leave his body. And I truly think that's the same way when we, I'm sitting outside, someone's air conditioner just went on. Jesus hears our prayers. He hears our cries and our tears and all of that. And in this scripture, he felt power leave his body. Okay. All right. This is mom life. Give me two minutes. Thank you. Okay. Jesus, are y'all laughing that my child just came up and asked for a turkey sandwich? Jesus felt power leave his body. Okay. And he asked who touched my clothes, not because he didn't know. He knows everything. He wanted this woman who felt so, so long that she wasn't seen. She wasn't loved. She wasn't heard. No one wanted to be with her or love her. Jesus wanted her to be seen. Some of my favorite parts about Jesus, he just wanted women. Women were so important. There were so many roles that women played in the Bible. Okay, he said, And the disciples kept saying to him, You see the crowd pressing hard around you from all sides, and you ask who touched you? Still, he kept looking around to see who had touched him. But the woman, knowing what had been done for her, she was alarmed and frightened and trembling, fell down before him and told her truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith, your trust and confidence in me has restored you to health. Go into peace and be continuously healed and freed from your distressing bodily disease. Can we just soak that in for a second? This woman snuck in a crowd, touched Jesus's garment, was immediately healed, and he said, your faith has healed you. And I wonder how many of us are holding on and we have issues in our marriage. We have issues in our parenting. We have troubles in our children. We have troubles with our everyday anxiety and business and all these things. And Jesus just wants you to say, bring it to me. Come touch the garment of my clothes. I will restore it. It tells us in scripture, I make all things new. I love when he says, can't you see that I'm doing a new thing? And sometimes he just wants to do a new thing for your children. That thing, I know for me, girl, we are going through some tough times. And I know if I don't surrender it to God and I just try to do all the things and order all the things and see all the people, I'm ultimately not going to the source that God is above cancer. God is above divorce. God is above, God is above all of these things and can restore it and make it new. Okay, and we're going to keep going in scripture because right after he healed this woman, you better bet your pretty little butt he was on to perform some other miracles. This is so beautiful in scripture where we can go back 2,000 years ago and read the gospels, okay? The gospels show you real life encounters with Jesus. They show you the miracles he performed. And I don't know about you, but Jesus is still in the miracle performing business. He's just not here on earth physically, but he is here in us with the Holy Spirit. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the three, we have the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. I want you to stop running to surface level solutions for that thing that's been destroying you, that thing that's been weighing you down, that thing that you can't fix. He makes all things new, okay? So we're going to keep going. I want to read you one more miracle because, girl, this is powerful. Um, And I think this goes along with who we allow in our life, 
who we allow in our circle, what kind of people we have around us because it matters and it plays a role. So as Jesus and his disciples were walking, okay, um, he was approached by another man. So let's keep going. So we are going to stay in Mark chapter 5 and we are going to go over to 36. Overhearing but ignoring what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be seized in alarm and struck with fear, only keep on believing. A man came up to him, okay? This man had a 12-year-old daughter who was dead. She was declared dead. 12-year-old daughter, okay? Um, sorry, I, I, went a, I went a verse early. Let me not confuse you. While he was speaking, there came some, someone from the ruler's house who said, Jarius, your daughter has died. Why bother and distress the teacher? Okay, so that's what's happening. This man, Jarius, his his daughter, 12 years old, she died. And they knew Jesus was coming through town. And they're like, well, she's dead. Why would we go bother the teacher? Why would we go bother Jesus? She's already dead. Jesus overheard it, okay? And Jesus, like I said, overhearing but ignoring what they said, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not be seized or alarmed and struck with fear. Only keep on believing. And he permitted no one to accompany him except Peter and James and John, okay? So when he was going to perform this miracle, he didn't want any doubt or disbelief in the room. He made um, people leave the room, okay? So in case you're wondering if it's okay, if you're in a room full of doubters and you need to speak some faith over your vision, your life, your business, your dream, your finances, whatever that is, you got any unbelievers in the room that are gonna bring in that bad energy, it's okay to ask people to leave. When they arrived at the house of the ruler of the synagogue, he looked carefully with understanding at the, at the people weeping. Jesus, Jesus did not like seeing people weeping. That's one thing I keep noticing in the Bible. And when he had gone in, he said to them, why do you make an uproar and weep? The little girl is, is not dead, but she's just sleeping. And they began laughing at Jesus. They laughed and jeered at him, but he put them all out but taking the child's father and mother and those who were with them. So he took a couple of his disciples and the parents into the room where the little girl was lying. These people were laughing at Jesus because he said she was sleeping. Gripping to her firmly by the hand, he said to her, Talitha, which translated as little girl saying, I say to you, arise from the sleep of death. And instantly the girl got up and started walking around for she was 12 years old and they were utterly astonished and overcome with amazement. You guys, the gospels are full of miracles. These are just two, two miracles that Jesus performed. A woman with a blood issue of 12 years, a 12 year old girl who came from death to life. And you're going to sit here right now and tell me he can't restore your marriage. He can't restore that friendship. He can't restore that dream that you put back down in the ground two to three months ago, two to three years ago. He makes all things new. He is the ultimate restorer, the miracle worker, the way maker. So today, I hope it didn't bore you, but we dove right into scripture and I hope that you know faith, faith the size of a mustard seed. It tells us in scripture, Faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. But faith, if there's no faith, like nothing can be done. But faith, Google a mustard seed, babe. Google the size of a mustard seed. That's the only size faith you need. And it can heal you. It can restore something. And I just encourage you to take your faith to the next level. I love you guys. Talk soon.